0: This is the Lost Art of Communication, hosted by Molly and Trisha. Hi all, welcome back to the Lost Art of Communication podcast. Today's episode is about a very recent phenomenon known as ghosting. For those of you who are unfamiliar, ghosting is when we break communication with someone for no apparent reason. According to Google, the formal definition of this practice is the practice of ending a personal relationship with someone by suddenly and without explanation withdrawing from all communication, a.k.a. you stop texting them back and never say why.
1: And as a millennial, I've experienced this so much (laughs) and it's very sad. I think um, the Google definition, though, states personal communication, but I think in the way I view it, it can be viewed as professional communication, mm-hmm. too, not just putting it in that personal box.
0: Yeah, this definition says a personal relationship, but really it happens often in Professional settings people go for an interview and then never hear back if they got the job, and that's technically a form of ghosting or never responding. But that has a huge effect on the way people feel. This also applies if you make an appointment somewhere and then you don't show up, you're technically ghosting them, you're not responding, you're just breaking that communication without explanation. So, an interesting Quote molly actually sent to me that was on oh yeah it was on bumble which is a dating app and it was advocating against ghosting because it's not nice and their quote was research has found that social rejection activates the same pain pathways in the brain as physical pain ghosting is the ultimate use of the silent treatment, a tactic that has been deemed by psychologists as a form of emotional cruelty. Why are we ghosting? Because we're scared of hurting someone. We're scared of the pain and the discomfort that comes with having a difficult conversation, so it seems easier in the moment to just walk away from it, but we need to think about the repercussions of this.
1: On the other end, having been ghosted a lot, <laughs> it's it's honestly, I totally resonate with that quote that Bumble sent, and it's so true when you don't have any answers about why something ended, for be it something serious, something very casual, anything, it's really hurtful and it makes your brain spiral, and I think that's the hardest, hardest part, and especially I'm a person who needs closure. I'm very, like, black and white Tell me the answer for something. And if I don't have any of that closure, it's so hard. Ghosting is the ultimate non-closure communication method. Like, mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and it's so easy to do and it's painful. Yeah, it's so easy for the ghoster and then it's so hard on the ghosty. If you've been ghosted, you're just sitting there wondering like, what did I do wrong? Are they going to talk to me? And you, it's, it causes a lot of anxiety and as Bumble said, emotional Cruelty. It had, it's psychological totally. stress because you have no idea what went wrong. And what I've noticed is that in situations like that, if I reach back out and we open communication and we have a conversation, both parties feel so much better.
1: Totally. And I think usually you're on the same page because honestly when I'm ghosted, typically I'm not that into the person anyway. There was a reason I'm being ghosted. There probably wasn't a connection, but also not to... As a person who really, really values self-growth in everything I do, I like to know what's going on so I don't spiral into a different avenue of something that I think I'm doing wrong I'm really not. Mm -hmm. What if someone ghosted me and I'm like, oh my gosh, it was probably because I ordered a Diet Coke. That's it. (laughs) That's the reason. And now I can never order order Diet Cokes again and that's it. But if you don't get the closure and you don't get that information and- It's just not nice.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and so that's a really good point, is that by not ghosting each other and being open, we can help the other person learn and grow and say, look, here's what I didn't like about you. And just to clarify, yes, ghosting applies to professional settings and friendships and things, but most of our conversation will probably revolve around our experiences, which have been primarily with romantic relationships and dating when people tend to ghost the most. My cat wants to join the conversation. So Molly is the queen of not ghosting people. I have a very bad habit getting better, but especially in the beginning, living in New York City, I was meeting a lot of people, and you don't necessarily ever see those people again. It's very easy to not see someone after you meet them one time, and so there are no repercussions of ghosting, in that situation and so I got into this bad habit where I ghost a lot of people then Molly's helped me through that
1: I think you just brought up a really good point about how it's easy to ghost now because you don't run into that person as much Mm -hmm. and that's the epitome of online dating when you're online dating you're not pulling from your circle of friends Mm -hmm. so it's so easy to ghost because you're like When am I going to see that person again? It doesn't matter. Yeah. So I think that's a really important point to even bring up because I think that's a huge reason ghosting has come on the increase because Mm -hmm. of online dating and not having that mutual friend introduce you in a dating situation. So there's no other feelings being hurt except for that one person that you're never going to run into again. Mm -hmm. Your non communication will not be felt by you. You won't feel as guilty because you don't have to talk about it again. It's fine, they're gone. I think that's the huge point.
0: Yeah, that's so true. And we think about the way that people were courted in the past. It's If someone calls you, you're going to answer. Maybe you stop returning their calls. I guess that's the early form of ghosting. But in most situations, I feel like you are put in a situation where you have to address it and you have to say, hey, look, I'm not interested, instead of just running away from it, which is really what ghosting is. So when we think about why this is harmful, not only is it bad for the other person because it puts them under psychological distress, but it's really not good for the person who's ghosting either because it's their avoidance of tackling a difficult situation. So we, I, I think the reason that ghosting is so on the rise these days, one, is because it's easy, but two, it's because it, it gives us an option of Avoiding our problem. So, if I don't have to face this difficult conversation head on, I'll just ghost the person and run away from it. What that's doing is reinforcing running away from a problem. And so, if you think about it, if you have practice with all of these small confrontations, these small conversations, and you have to deal with that and address these issues face to face. Each time you do that, even if it's with some person you went on one date with, that's practice so that then eventually when you have to quit your job and it's a difficult conversation, it's not so terrifying because you've done it 50 little times before.
1: That's such a good point because you have to know about, I think thinking about why you're Wanting to end something and putting those emotions and feelings into words too is a good practice, mm-hmm. and having that ability to practice doing that, mm-hmm. putting those thoughts into words, and then making that connection between your words and your communication mm-hmm. and how that affects someone else, I think is super important. If yeah. you ghost, you don't get that to you don't get to build that bridge and see what your impact is on a person. And I think our whole lives are built on commu- on connecting with people. So yeah. it's a really important thing to know that your per, yourself as a person affects others in a
0: good or a bad way. So ghosting is not good for anyone involved.
1: Totally. I think I don't know. I just I'm I'm the really big <laughs> advocate for not ghosting. Mm-hmm. So when I used to date a lot in Boston, um, I got ghosted a, a decent amount to where I was like okay I'm changing this right now mm-hmm. and so I started calling people out on it <laughs> so one time I got um I met a guy at a bar we talked we flirted it was great and then we ended up texting and we ended up going out on a date um after a couple of we of weeks probably a week or two of, like, texting and whatever. And this was a big deal for me because I didn't meet people in person anymore. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is great. I'm going to go on a date for someone I met in person. Awesome. Mm -hmm. We had our date. I thought it went pretty well. It wasn't, like, this amazing best date of my life. But I thought we did a pretty good job connecting and we had some chemistry. Mm -hmm. Then next, no, that night, I texted him. was like, hey, thanks for a great night. Had a lot of fun. Radio silence. Mm. I mean, I should get a text back saying, cool, or even anything. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Didn't get a text back the next day. And so a day later, I said, hey, how's it going? Nothing. I was like, all right, official ghosting status has occurred. Yeah. <laughs> I am being ghosted. And so that same day, I texted him this really, not really long thing. I just said, hey, totally understand if we're not on the same page with this. I'm not hurt at all, but what I wanna let you know is next time, just try to let the other person know that you are not interested. Rip off the bandage. Makes it all totally, and I said it makes it a lot easier. Good luck in your dating endeavors. Just letting him know that I'm not interested anymore. I'm not hurt about it either. I'm just kind of offended that I didn't get even a response. I'm not thinking this was my Prince Charming and he doesn't love me. I was just I want something yeah. <laughs> in return, saying, Hey. I'm not into this. Don't waste your time waiting. That's a huge thing, too.
0: Did he respond to you? Nope, never responded. (laughs) So that's, like, cowardly. But so Totally. (laughs) Good for you for calling him out because hopefully that resonated with him and he'll do it again. What clicked for me, because I used to ghost a lot because it was easy, but it's not that I was thinking, oh, this is easy, I don't want to deal with it. It's because given that I care very much about my effect on other people and the way I make people feel, I was thinking I don't want to hurt his feelings I don't want to have this difficult conversation because that's hard and I don't want to deal with that pain so what really clicked for me though is when I eventually realized that's so selfish that is me saying I don't want to put myself in this uncomfortable situation because it's going to hurt him temporarily but remember the Bumble quote, he'll get over it. It's physical pain. He can heal. But if I don't do that, if I don't rip off the band-aid and say, Hey, this is how I'm feeling. And I just ghost him and I let him wonder forever. And I just let it fizzle out and fade. He's going to be confused. He's not going to know why I'm doing what I'm doing. And so I get to wash my hands free of it and say, all right, good to go. That's out of the way. But leaving negative effects on him, and that's not okay. And then once I realized that, it became so much easier for me to start reaching out to people. And the thing that has been so amazing from all of this is that when I do reach out and explain to someone, like, hey, I just want to be up front. I don't think we're on the same page here. Their reactions are almost never bad, and they oh,
1: yeah, people, totally. I've never had a really. I've only had one time when the guy was like, "No, yeah, please. I mean
0: that's no, that it." I actually take it back. There have been a few times people have gotten a little angry, but then they get over it. And so, if I didn't respond to those people, they would have just kept reaching out, and then. But anyway, so the point is people really appreciate it. So even though sometimes they'll express that they're a little bummed about it, they'll say, like, thank you for telling me because it is so rare these days. And so it's not only good for them, but as we mentioned before, it's good for me because now I have practice saying no to something. Now I have practice saying, hey, this is how I'm feeling. And each time you do that, it flexes that muscle, that ability to express yourself in front of another person face-to-face, not resorting to just letting it go because we're afraid
1: I think that's yeah flexing that muscle. muscle I think is the best way to describe it too is you have to get that practice and if not you're gonna get in the habit of hiding behind a screen or your feelings and not being able to confront what the actual issue is and this applies again to not just personal relationships I mean, romantic relationships, but also friendships, also yeah. business kind of things, totally, right? So nice. I think friendships is another thing that's a whole other slippery slope, but that's another thing to kind of try not to ghost your friends and make sure that you're sharing your opinions and feelings with them as well. Mm-hmm. Because making sure everyone's on the same page, I think, is a huge respectful thing to do. Mm-hmm. And again, you can't see what someone else is thinking. You don't know their reasoning behind things. And then if they don't tell you, all you can do is make smart guesses about it. And sometimes that can lead you down a really, really tricky
0: path. (laughs) I like the word that you used, respect. I think that's a Mm -hmm. really huge component of this. If you're ghosting someone, it's showing the ultimate disrespect, saying, I don't even care. I don't have... 30 seconds to type this text message to you. So it's just the ultimate slap in the face of disrespect. I never thought about it like that. But, yeah, that's incredible. <laughs> and so then when you're the person being ghosted, you feel so crummy because it's that person who's saying, they, I have no respect for your feelings or your time or your mm-hmm. energy. I'm going to let you just sit here and wonder about me.
1: And I think that's so much more common now because – of the way we communicate with each other we communicate over screens Mm -hmm. almost always so it's so much easier to not respect a screen than it is to not respect Mm -hmm. someone face to face and in the past when you had to meet up with someone to break up with them even if like whatever you had to do it face to face
0: yeah um or at least on the phone
1: yeah yeah exactly So now doing it to a screen is like, oh, whatever. Like, I'm just going to ignore it. A screen can't yell back at me. A screen can't track me down.
0: I don't care. And it's very, so all these screens are, and even online dating is very dehumanizing to an extent. Yes. So, so many of my friends have been like, ah, it's just a guy from Tinder. It's just a guy from online. So it's not a real person. It is a real person. I know it's just a screen. I'm not a huge online dating person myself because I feel that dehumanization of it, but so many people use it and forget that these are real people. And so you have to respect that if we all start treating each other like screens and robots, then we're all going to be unhappy.
1: Totally. I'm I'm a big online dater. Um, and I definitely feel that dehumanizing effect. And I think the way that I get through it is trying to remember that these are all people. And even having a conversation with someone through the app is still having a conversation with a person that you're spending time doing. Mm -hmm. So you're creating in a sense, a relationship with someone, not in like a deep sense, but you're a connection. There's Mm -hmm. something happening there. So in any case you need to share what's happening Mm -hmm. in your brain and not ghost. I think Mm -hmm. that's just the main take home.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So a We've talked a lot about why ghosting is bad and why we shouldn't do it and the effects of it. Do you ever think, Molly, that there's an appropriate time to ghost or be ghosted?
1: So, I think yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) After just talking all about this. There's always an exception. There is always an exception. In my opinion, I think an okay time to quote-unquote ghost, I don't know if it is even considered ghosting, but... If you're texting in an app, within the app, and you are, had a couple exchanges and, you know, say the guy says something disrespectful to you, Mm -hmm. which is not uncommon Mm. in an app, (laughs) or if someone is just not kind of, if you're not vibing with them, it's been like two or three turns and you're like, okay, I'm not, not feeling this. Mm -hmm. It's okay to just kind of end it. It, I think it'd be odd to be like, hey, I'm not really feeling this right now. Yeah. After like two or three turns, it's like, okay, that's fine. I don't really care. <laughs> there hasn't been like a connection totally made.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, so this just reminded me of a great point of my biggest struggle. And so maybe other people are going through the same struggle. Why it's so hard to to have that conversation and to say, hey, this is how I'm feeling. Often what happens is you'll be texting with someone. or So I'll use just my personal life. If I'm texting with someone and he's asking something like, oh, hey, how's your day? It doesn't feel appropriate for me to say, you know, look, I'm really not interested in this right now. Because he didn't do anything. He's not asking me to be his girlfriend. He's literally just asking how my day is. I still don't really want to engage with him so I, because I don't want to lead him on. And so that's been the biggest struggle for me is figuring out when is an appropriate time. But what I found is really just to do it and say, "Hey, well, my day was fine, but hey, just want to let you know that I want to be up front with this. That's a good phrase to use. I just want to be up front and say, I don't see this going anywhere beyond friendship. And that seems to work. But that's been... Do you have any tips, Molly? And when is an appropriate time to bring that up? I think that's
1: a good point, bringing that up. I feel like it's tricky to know when. Mm -hmm. I think I hear a lot of girls a lot of times or guys I don't know I don't have many guy friends (laughs) using my personal experience Mm -hmm. a lot of my girlfriends will go through these things when they're like oh no he totally just thinks we're friends we're on the same page we're both friends Mm -hmm. but they secretly know the guy really likes her yeah right you have to take a little bit of effort to perspective take and take the delve into your vulnerability of knowing hey Mm -hmm this is what this guy is thinking of this. And if you guys aren't on the same page with that, that's the time to always say it. And it might be awkward in that timing of like, hey, how's your day? Good, I don't want to be dating you. (laughs) Or like, I'm not interested in you in that way. But I mean, I think if you can take that person's perspective and see why they're messaging you and knowing if that's the reason or if they just want to like actually be your friend, but you have to be able to understand that perspective Mm -hmm. Figure out what they want. And if you're not on the same page, you got to be upfront, just like you said. And I think that's a great way to frame it in your text or call or whatever you're doing. Mm -hmm. Just saying, hey, I don't know if we're on the same page. Or, hey, I just want to be upfront with this. This is my intentions with this. And it might seem a little weird at first, but I guarantee, like we've said... It's so valuable and respectful to that person.
0: And you feel a lot better after. So I was always afraid of, like, mm-hmm. when am I going to say this? If He's asking me, like, what I ate for breakfast. I'm tired of texting him, so I'm just not going to reply. But that's – it's really mean. And once you realize how hurtful it can be to other people, I think it's more motivating to not do it. And then, if mm-hmm. that's not enough motivation, think about the effects it has on yourself. Yeah,
1: that's a really good point. I – um a couple months ago was talking to a guy over um one of the dating apps and we had gone on for like a good month before we met and it was so flirty and so good and I was like oh my gosh this is great and then we went on a date and I just I just did not feel it Mm. it was not there (laughs) and I think he did feel it because right afterwards he's like let's go on another date I'm like yeah Uh (laughs) and then I left but right afterwards, he said, hey, had a great night via text. Uh-huh. And I texted him back saying, hey, um, just want to let you know I didn't really get that connection that maybe you did, but I think you're a great person, just not really feeling it. Mm-hmm. And he was totally appreciative. And that took so much pressure off my back. Because imagine if I didn't and I knew this guy still liked me, that whole week or two would have been so much anxiety for me. Like, oh my gosh, is he going to ask me that on another date? How am I going to say no then? Um, all of these things. Mm -hmm. But just because I pulled that bandit off real fast, Mm -hmm. I didn't think about it anymore. I'm sure he wasn't being strung along anymore because I told him. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I think that was just a lot of pressure off both of us.
0: Yeah, that's a really good example. So it happens. Sometimes you get in the moment, it's hard to say it to someone's face. So that's something I think we all need to practice getting better at. But if you don't, let's say you, in that moment, you slip up and you say, yeah, I really like this, or maybe you really feel it, maybe you mean it when you, in the moment, but then you think back later and like, okay, I've reflected on this, I don't think this is going anywhere, but what is it, I really, this story sit, hits home because that happened to me recently too, where I said to the guy's face, like, yeah, I'll go, and go out again, but I knew I didn't want to, and so then... I didn't want to text him immediately after and say, "Hey, just kidding, I lied to your face." And so I let it go on a few days. I waited till he asked me out again and then I said, "You know, I'm not really feeling this." But I still that he had like 3 days of thinking that I was interested and that wasn't fair to him. And so it's a slap on my wrist. I need to not do that again. So I but I like what Hamali said, it the guy's reaction was fine. People are not going to die over this. It might hurt, it might sting, but Having a little sting is better than having unmended psychological wounds forever.
1: Totally. And I think, honestly, the slap on your wrist, I think, is not warranted. I think (laughs) you did a great job. I think even the fact that you did end up texting and not ghosting, I think, Mm -hmm. is huge. And it's a step forward, and I'm very proud of you. And ending all ghosting, I think it's great.
0: Yeah, because the more that everyone keeps doing it, then the more it reinforces it and people think it's okay. Now it's like a normalized thing. Everyone goes. And it's not – it shouldn't be. It really shouldn't be.
1: That's totally true, too. It's becoming more of the norm and everyone's kind of saying, oh, yeah, it's fine. I just didn't text them back. And it's so normal Mm -hmm. now and the common thing to do. We want to make that not the common thing to do. be frowned <laughs> upon. So, you should be like, that's yeah. mean. And I really um, wanted to point out the fact that Bumble is one of those dating apps that really, really, like, does a good job with this. They're the one who posted that mm-hmm. um, quote about it. Um, there are some apps that are trying to make it not the norm mm-hmm. anymore, and I think that's huge. So I just want to give a shout-out to them because they're great, and they're really, really about, like, Empowerment and communication with people. Mm-hmm. So at least one of the companies is trying to make it not the norm, which is great. Yeah. <laughs> but it is kind of the norm and we want to try and change that. And if you want to be a vigilante like me, text those people and say, hey, don't ghost anymore. You might yeah. seem kind of whatever. But I mean, hey, people need to know. And I think it's important to let them know that the effect they're having is hard on people so
0: yeah or you can just send them the link to the show and then they'll hear about their effect on people exactly all right so then what can we do about this what is a better way to communicate instead of ghosting
1: um I think right now honestly because texting is such a huge way of communicating I think texting is fine right now Mm -hmm. I think it's weird to like try and call especially after like one or two dates I think that's kind of weird
0: yeah I think (laughs) it depends on your relationship with the person if it's someone that Mm -hmm. you primarily communicate with over text yes calling in that situation seems unnecessary but if it's someone that you know very well I think it's worth having an in-person or a phone conversation of course depending on the situation but yeah flex that muscle Mm -hmm. make it happen I don't think I've ever said that in person to someone.
1: That you're not. Yeah. I had someone say it in person to me, <laughs> which was like rough, but again, it was so head clearing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, I was literally for like three months. I was going crazy in my head, and then finally I texted them to say, "Hey, I'm in your city. Let's meet up." And mm-hmm. we met up and then I confronted him and said, "Hey, Why'd you ghost me? <laughs> and he told me, and I was like, "Oh, all right." But then it was so clearing in my. Because then you could move so on nice.
0: instead of wondering totally. for months. But yeah,
1: which I did, and it was torture. It was really torture. It was not my best moment oh. at
0: all. <laughs> but he shouldn't have done that. He shouldn't have ghosted, and he should have told you from totally. the beginning, because then you could have moved on. And yes, we're not saying that once you have clarity, then you're not gonna be sad anymore. That's not true. You still need time to get over it. But at least you can get over it knowing that the door is closed and not wondering if this is if something's gonna come of it or maybe, maybe she's just really busy and that's why she's not texting me back and you know and and doing that sort of thing instead if you know, then you don't have to sit around and waste your time wondering, and you can really focus on the next person that comes along because if you still are lingering on the last person, it's gonna be a lot harder.
1: I think that's a huge point, too. Based on this last person I was just talking about, I wasted probably two or three good months of just like mentally going through every little thing, and Trisha heard them all. Yeah. <laughs> like, what might have happened? I hope you listen <laughs> to this. Yeah, right. Um, and I think it was just, just, Torture, and in the end. It did take another like couple weeks to really truly get over mm-hmm. it, um, but that closed that door for me so much more solidly. And I was like, okay, it is officially we are not going to work. <laughs> so move on. Yeah. And I could, which was so nice. So yeah, definitely. There's different ways in person or in um, over text. I think are two two ways to. Not ghost, yeah, and depending on the situation, doing either, yeah.
0: And I think a general tip is if you're afraid of bringing it up, kind of frame it in a way that says that acknowledges where you're coming from. Say, I just want to be fair to you by letting you know how I'm feeling. If you still want to be friends, great. And to all the professional situations, if you have job interview applicants, like let them know either way, people can take it. It's better to know one way or the other than to be left hanging
1: totally i've had so many friends in the interviewing process that are being driven crazy and then they're like waiting being like okay well i i really like this job but this job just offered me a real position already but i'm still waiting on hearing from the dream job that i applied for mm-hmm. what do i do i'm like i don't know they're ghosting you this is horrible Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so sad yeah i think that's a huge part too think about other people's emotions
0: <laughs> I understand that everyone is busy and maybe this corporation doesn't have time to email all the 50 people that got denied, but it takes not that long and it's worth so much more. People appreciate it so much just to have that clarity. It's so important. You will be acknowledged and appreciated for it, even though, yes, you're making them sad for a brief moment. You're doing the right, kind, respectable thing.
1: I have a question, actually, that I just thought of. Trisha, has there ever been a time when you were ghosted and you were like, that's fine?
0: Yeah. Hold on. Let me think. I know it's definitely happened. That happens a lot with dating in New York is things just kind of fade because Mm -hmm. both people kind of ghost each other. Mm -hmm. And there actually have been a lot of times where I was happy not to have heard back from the person because I wasn't interested and they obviously weren't interested. And so... In that case, it's really – I think it's fine because if I had reached out saying, hey, I don't see this going anywhere, it would have just been like, okay, yeah, me neither. And so, it would have, you know, <laughs> maybe it wouldn't have hurt anything. I, th- I think it still does have an effect though because I can still think of the people who I just never heard from and they just disappeared. And I always – I kind of want to do this social experiment where I reach out to every person that has ever ghosted me or that I've ever ghosted and said like, hey, what's up? Why did that happen? So I think it does still have an effect, but there have been times when I didn't mind being ghosted because that meant I didn't have to deal with it either. Is that healthy for either of us in the long run? I don't know, but it didn't cause me any harm.
1: I think that's a good point to bring up, though, because talking back on my point about perspectives, if you notice the perspective of the other person is the same as you, then Hey, great. Maybe this mm-hmm. whole com- this whole addressing the situation in front of each other is not really warranted because you mm-hmm. both are clear on your feelings and you can tell that other person's perspective is the same as you. Thing that happened once to me, and I was like, "Oh, wow, we both didn't
0: feel that. That was cool." <laughs> but then I, but at the same time, I agree with that. But at the same time, even though I wasn't interested, it still doesn't feel good to be mm-hmm. ghosted. And so, even if you're on the same page, I still think open communication is better and healthier for both parties
1: true I think yeah once you describe that more I think I agree and then also going back to the point of like self-improvement what happened was it a chemistry Mm -hmm. thing that you can't really fix that's two people together or was it like no you sneezed over my food and that's (laughs) nasty don't do that again you gross pig so (laughs) that's what I do all the time (laughs) I know Trisha that's why I wanted to bring it up on the podcast
0: (laughs) All right, so take-home homework for today. My homework for you all is to reach out to someone you have ghosted and say, hey, I'm sorry for having ghosted you. Here's what went wrong. Hope everything's great. I've done that before, actually, and it felt really good, and he was, like, so excited.
1: I love that idea. I think I'm just going to say, yes, do that too. (laughs) Or if you're in the midst of dating and you're about to go, someone think twice about it and just send mm-hmm. that quick message saying hey if you're in that limbo of like oh god he's still talking to me why stop <laughs> just put him <laughs> out of his misery or put her out of her misery too yeah. um text him or her put him or her out of their misery
0: yeah if and if you need help craft if you need help crafting your message feel free to email us we would love to help you figure out how to solve this in a delicate way because there are ways to do this without hurting someone there are ways that will be more hurtful than others so you do want to think about your wording and put time into this but it's going to be so worth it the 10 minutes that you think about it compared to the all the negative repercussions that we've already discussed of not doing it so feel free to email us Uh
1: um i was just going to say even if you have a really good idea draft it up first in your in your notes part of your phone i do that all the time
0: Yes, yesterday. I did that yesterday. I had written the draft. I read, I was so proud of myself. I'm like I'm going to send this. I'm not going to ghost him. I read it to Molly. She approved. I talked to my coworker who is a man and I said, hey, from a man's perspective, what do you think of this message? He said, go for it. I sent it. The guy responded, thanks for letting me know. He was like no hard feelings. It was all fine. But I was glad that I had time to write the draft and then think about it and let it sit for a few hours instead of just saying it, doing it too quickly because then I may have not thought about my words as carefully.
1: And then it's easier to send. You're not like sitting there with the bubbles popping up on their screen and you're like, oh gosh, it's taking too long. They're seeing me have bubbles. I'm just going to send it. Or it just lets it sit for a little bit and then you can just copy, paste, send and it's so much easier so Mm -hmm. I think that's a good way to do it and then this sounds really horrible but I think it's a good tip if you have a really good message save it so you know how to word it for the next time if it happens that's not horrible (laughs) okay yeah
0: this is hard and uh, you might have to tailor it to that specific person but in general if you're going through this experience a lot having something simple like that will make it easier for you so it doesn't feel like such a daunting task every time and you get used to doing it yep Cool. Cool. Good luck, guys out there. (laughs) Thank you all for listening. We hope to end the ghosting phenomenon here. And if you have any questions, comments, thoughts about our podcast, please email us at Communication at gmail.com. And we would be happy, oh, so happy to hear from you.
1: Awesome. Thank you guys for listening again. We appreciate you. And... Look forward to talking about the next topic.